Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. February 25th, 2015. We have a half an hour session with Lucy. So let me call her in. So Lucy, please. Okay. Um, So the first thing she tells me to share with you guys is that the long section of her vertebrae in the area of the small of her back is feeling very heavy to her these days. She says that I hurt there as well. She brings me to some of the bones in her hind limbs, and she says I have some achiness in some of my joints. She says I feel very tired a lot as well. She says I just want to lay down. I like to spend my time resting. She wishes she could put her okay, her elbows on a cool surface so that she could often bring the temperature down. There's a feeling of um, heat, redness is what she gives me, and she wishes she could cool them down. So she's just talking a little bit about her skeletal system specifically. Okay. Okay. She says, I know the big question, and she says, I'm very willing to uh, talk about that. She says, it's kind of like the wind has been knocked out of me lately. She says over the last five days especially, she just feels like she's really taken a bit of a nosedive in her energy level. When I ask her to tell me more about that, she says, I'm just really, really tired. Um, She tells me that uh, her enthusiasm for eating, she thinks, is is doing okay. It's adequate, as she would call it. It's good enough. Um, And she just says, my people love me. Okay. You selected me long ago, she says. It's kind of like she gives me that phrase, she sees it as you brought me into the world, which means, in this case, you brought me into your lives. And she says it's been a really great bottle of champagne. In other words, it's been bubbly. It's been fun. She's greatly enjoyed it. And wow, she says, I can't believe I'm exhausted as I am these days. I never used to be this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What questions do you have for her? So, um, you know, she's nine, and she's obviously, you know, lived a very long life, and, and, and things have declined. But we've grappled with, you know, when it's her time previously. And we actually had um, planned to, you know, let her go. And she, she sort of had this uptick in activity. Um, and, and, you know, the last couple of days have been bad, but then, you know, last night she'll have another uptick where she'll want to play. And, okay. and that's, I think, where I struggle with her is um, – you know, where is this this playful energy coming from? And, and is she trying to tell us that, you know, even though she is tired and sore and, and, and things, is that her trying to tell us that she's got more in her? Okay, absolutely. Let's see what she says to all that. She says, I'm not trying to tell you anything in particular, but she says she's not ready to go, not at this time. Okay. And I ask her, so tell me more about that. You're not ready to go, and why is that? She says, because I'm not quite done. She says, yes, Mom, I do have days where all I want to do is lay around, and I don't get up very much. And, again, she shows me herself really being attracted to cooling surfaces, hard, cool surfaces. 
And she just says, there's just days where my energy is just so low. Um, She feels partly her energy is low due to hormones. She feels like there's a hormonal, uh, something hormonal going on within her that is influencing these ups and downs that you're seeing. She says, but when I have energy, she says, I do. When I have this burst, I'm like a, a rabbit, but this burst of energy, and I'm like a sparkler that's on fire. And she says, and I'm playful, and I'm silly, and I'm my goofy girl. I'm a goofy girl, my usual goofy self. Mm-hmm. She says she waits for those highlights, those happy days. In those days when she is feeling low, I ask her how sick or ill or ouchy or how are you feeling those times. She says, mostly just tired. She's a little bit sore, yes, again, in the joints, in the areas she's already mentioned, and that's been a bit chronic for her. That's not, I don't feel this is a sudden, acute, all of a sudden new thing for her. She's been carrying that around for a while. But she says, when I have a whole lot of spunk and energy, she says, I'm just having an update. She says, I can give you a sign when it's time for me to go. Ask her, okay, so what sign would you like to give them? I'll lay down and I won't get up. Even with encouragement, all I want to do is look at you with with the conscious eyes open and just want to lay on the floor and not get up willingly. She says, this is different than me not wanting to get up because you want me to get up and go to bed or, or go someplace a short distance. This will be very, she will be like hugging the floor with dead weight, even though it feels like she'll be conscious. So that is a sign she would like to give you. Okay. Is there... Is there, you know, she said she's not ready to go. She feels like there's still things she has to do. Can she, it are, like, can she tell us why, like, what those things are? If, um, you know, what's yeah. what's holding her back? Because, okay. you know, her quality of life has gone down in terms of she is a goofy dog. You know, she loves to play and romp and. And I think the struggle for us has been to see her energy level decrease, see her struggle. Um, and if there is something that she's waiting for, or something that she feels like she still has to do or experience, mm-hmm. I want to make sure we keep that in mind. Okay, gotcha. Well, she automatically brings up the beach. I like the beach. She's showing me sand. Okay. All right. Tell me more on that. Is that something you need or want? She says it would be nice, but sandy places. Sand is fun. She shows me walking on sand. All right, so is there something that's holding you back from being ready to leave your body at this time? Lucy says, not particularly. I'm just holding my own. She says those days when I, yes, am really low, really quiet, too quiet, it makes them really nervous, the people, she says. She Mm -hmm. just says, I'm just wanting, it's kind of like she's, How do you describe it? Um, She's in self-preservation mode. She's in a mode then where she is conserving her strength, conserving her energy, waiting for the next breeze, the next upwind is what she says. Uh, She tells me her stomach is not hurting during that time. When I ask are there any internal organs that are giving you difficulty in a symptom sort of, you know, squeezing pain, discomfort, or anything of that sort, she says, my belly grumbles, but that's normal for me. She says, aside from that, no, not really. She thinks that mostly what's slowing her down, aside from, again, she's bringing me something to, uh, some hormonal, something hormones related in her body uh, being off, but mostly it's mostly her joints aside from that. Um, anything else you're wanting to complete? Let's ask it this way before your life is over, your people want to know. She says, 
Well, she says, I like sitting in Daddy's lap. Now, she knows she's a baby doll and a big girl. Um, but she says, and uh, it's, she shows me this crazy image of sitting, Eric, in your lap. Now, when I say in your lap, it's like she's between your legs, between your knees, not literally sitting on you. When I ask more about this image, she just says, Daddy likes me. I'm Daddy's big girl, big baby girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's just she's just not done. Um, Stephanie, she's actually in a pace, place of inner peace, even though she's quiet on these very quiet days. When I ask, are you in any pain on these days? She says, other than the soreness, which is at a level of a five some days, um, zero to ten um, is the scale that I use with animals. So that's where the five is coming from. Zero is no pain. The animal's completely fine. Ten is so excruciating, they're desperate to get out of their body in that moment because they're suffering. She's at a level of a five, and she tells me she deals with pain really well. She's very stoic regarding it. So, yes, it's halfway between zero and ten, and yet for her, as long as she's holding still, it's not that bad. Um She's really going to give you a hard time, honestly, she tells me, uh, going out the door if you try to release her from her body at the vets too soon. She just won't. She shows me, like, balking at going through the door, not wanting to leave the house. She's just wanting to hang out. She's. You might see it as maybe not the best quality of life. She looks at it as like, I know I'm going to have an upswing because she's been having them. She's been cycling through these. She's seen herself go through this. Um, let me ask, is there something you need to support you, they can do to support you at this time? More moisture. If you can get more moisture in my body, she says, that would be great. There's a feeling of, I wouldn't call it dehydration to the point where it's clinical, like the vet, you know, would lift that area above the shoulder blades or behind the shoulder blades and, and get an idea of, you know, if she's dehydrated or not. It doesn't seem like it would show up that way, but there is a sense of, underlying she's a little too dry than she's supposed to be for her body i want to ask her, are you drinking water she says she is but it doesn't feel like it's enough so whatever you're feeding her if you can increase the water or give her canned if she's you know she likes canned there's just a feeling she needs more moisture and that would be soothing for her body in a good way mm. um can you ask her about her paws um like how she's feeling about you know overall her paws you know it's it's winter here in Wisconsin and, um, you know, going out on the snow and, okay. and ice and things, you know, I tend to worry about her paws. Okay, sure. So how are you doing regarding your paws, your feet on the snowy ground out there? She shows me herself being very tentative about moving, being very careful walking out there. She says, I don't want to fall. I don't want to slip. Um, she shows me like turning around, like preferring a warm, dry floor that she can cling to, which of course would be inside the home versus outdoors. Tell me more about that image. She says, I can do it, but it's hard for me. Once I get cold, my body isn't producing, she says, as much heat, body heat as it normally would easily these days. Again, because it feels like um, issues, there are small issues going on within her aging body. And she says, so I do get fearful of the cold weather out there, knowing that my feet on the ground will get chilled and the bones, my bones, the cold rises up. She shows me as if it was like um, the cold rising up the four leg bones, especially the front two. So there is some concern she has about getting cold. Um, She tells me that if it's warm enough and the ground is only cool, she can handle it. Okay. 
But yeah, concerned about slipping. So make sure you always do your best to provide her with an area that has traction. You know, shoveling out an area of snow if she's got to walk, you know, versus stepping in the snow, especially since she's concerned about keeping warm. Okay. Okay. Um, other questions for her? Um, I mean, there's been a lot of changes in our house, you know, over the past year. We had a baby, um, and that certainly has, has changed the dynamic a little bit. So I guess... I'm wondering how she's feeling about that. Okay. Um, she says at first she was a little worried. When I asked worried about what, she says, well, all the noises that the baby would make, she just shows me herself cocking her head. Her hearing isn't all that great these days, but it feels like she could still hear shrill sounds from the baby. Okay, how are you doing with that now? She says better. How are you feeling about the one-year-old now? She says okay, but I still see myself as their big baby, their baby girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't get she's jealous, Stephanie. I don't get she's upset nor angry that you have a one-year-old. Um, she does show me an image of, like, keeping away, you know, keeping her distance between herself and your daughter. When I ask, what's this about? She says, I just give the baby space because I know I'm big. I don't want to step on her. Okay. Okay. I don't get anything negative towards your daughter, though. But it may look to you like Lucy doesn't have any too much desire to interact with her but I'm getting she's just being ultra careful not to cause any injuries is all okay um does she want to say anything about like our other dog um do you want to say anything about Enzo to your people she says Enzo's fun he's got a lot more energy than me he causes a ruckus he's a clown she thinks he's entertaining he needs to run is also what she says um, she just says being cooped up, she says, isn't easy on anybody. And she's including you guys, the humans, in this as well. Everybody needs warm, fresh air and summertime, mm-hmm. not just him. Um, she likes Enzo. She does say that he's got a heck of a lot more energy than she does, though. Mm-hmm. She does consider him friend. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need him. When I ask, what does that mean, you don't need him? I was fine by myself. Okay. Did you have Lucy then first before Enzo came? Yeah, yeah. Lucy okay. was my dog um, okay. for about four years before Enzo came along. So. Gotcha. I mean, she was fine then. That's why she's referencing that before he came. But she likes him. Now, now she likes him. Mm-hmm. She's really easygoing, and she wishes she could feel better because underneath this sluggishness, that you're seeing intermittently. Um, She says, I move at a snail's pace sometimes, and again, she knows that worries you all. She says, underneath that, I'm just a sweet, bright, friendly, charming girl. She says, my personality is just, she thinks, very very mature, very grown-up, great. She actually feels like, okay, she wants to give herself credit for helping to raise Enzo into being a good dog that he is, the good dog that he is, but she also calls him a ham. He likes attention, in other words. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need as much hands-on attention as he does. When I ask, is there any sort of rubbing or something they can do to help you feel better any place in your body these days? She says, "Um, you can rub my hindquarters. I've always liked that. 
and actually doing that around her big bones, the big bones of the hips area, uh, just the skin and the muscle and the fur around them, she feels will, okay, yes, increase gentle blood circulation there, helping her to more easily feel her hindquarters. Now she's, okay, thank you. What's that about? Hold on. She sometimes has, she brings me down to one back limb, hind limb. I'm feeling on the left, but sometimes my left and right and right and left come through totally flip-flop. But sometimes she has pins and needles feeling running down uh, one of the two back limbs. It's the lower section of the leg. It's below the the hock area, okay, which is that little triangle towards the back, lower back portion. And it goes down through what feels like the wrist, uh, lower wrist, and a little bit through the back of the paw. And when I ask her, so does this actually manifest in the physical environment, she says it looks like I have a lazy leg when I have this happening. So you actually rubbing that area high on the the, the leg that's affected. Again, I feel it's the left leg, but whatever leg it really is, the rubbing around that hip bone region, she feels will increase blood circulation and decrease the likelihood of that happening. And that's just something you can do to assist her. Yeah. Yeah, she she knuckles a lot on her back legs. She's not She's not always feeling it. But the pins and needles feeling isn't consistent. It comes and goes, she says. Okay. Yeah, she's had um, significant surgeries on, on the back legs um, over the past couple of years. Um, she had her knee replaced on the one um, leg and then... Um, she had a tumor removed as well, so she's had she's had some issues with those back legs over the years. Um, yeah, and I think that's really limiting to her to not it have is, that and yet strength. She manages. Um, do you know which one is her lazy leg, as she describes it? Um, I mean, she. I would say she has. They're both kind of lazy, and she. The right one is the one that um, we replaced the knee so that, you know, there's a steel rod in there. And so the the shelf on it isn't, you know, it's much more stable because um, she can put weight on that one. The left one, we didn't, she had a partial tear. We didn't replace that. Um, and, you know, that may now be a full tear. She's just, you know, she's kind of wobbly back there just in general. Okay. But if she's referencing that left leg, it may be because um, that one doesn't have, you know, the giant steel rod and screws holding it still. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I ask her which one. So is the lazy leg the the one with the steel rod in it? Because she knows which leg is. She says it's the other one. So, yeah, it, it's the one without the rod in it. That would be the left leg then. She is saying that if you were to just take your hands daily, uh, she says around 9 a.m., but you know, sometime in the morning and actually rub that area. You can do the left and the right side around that hip joint. I mean, this picture you sent me of her laying in the, it looks like the end of a couch with her head lower and her butt up on the yeah. side, I can actually see the bones sticking up there. So you go back to referencing that picture at some point, and it's that area that's sticking out that you want to rub around. She just feels if you do this daily, this is going to happen. It's kind of like you're doing a little bit of massage therapy, but you're not massaging, you're not kneading. It's mostly circular petting around this area. Um, And you don't need to do it for even more than a minute, she says, and that will get her through half the day. 
Okay. So it will be of benefit to her. She knows your hands are full, Stephanie. She tells me that you sometimes feel you're strung out, like um, you know, you've you've reached the maximum of all you can do in a day, and she doesn't want to give you too much on your plate. Um, but if you have time to do that for me, she thinks that would be helpful, supportive. I don't need long walks, she says. Not anymore. Enzo does when the weather's ripe, and you can do that again. But she she doesn't need any of that. She does honestly see herself right now in hospice care. You're just doing supportive measures. And again, she says to me, yes, I want to do this hospice care. I'm content. I'm peaceful. She says, I'm not suffering. They need to know I'm not suffering. Just because one loses energy and gets old, like an older human being who's in their 80s, that's how she feels. She's like the, uh, as a nine-year-old Great Dane, she feels the equivalent of about that of an 80-year-old human woman, 80-year-old person. She says they move slow, she says, and they come slow, and they walk, well, walk carefully, she says. I walk carefully. She says I don't want to fall down, and sometimes my hind end is just so heavy for me, I've got to sit down a lot, she says. But she says, I'm still pretty content. And she's very conscious, very cognitively there. Um, I will talk to some older animals sometimes, and just like older people, they'll have dementia or something along those lines. I don't get that from her at all. She's very with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I can relate to that. I think that's been the struggle is, you know, her body's giving out, but her mind is still very sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows exactly when I come home. You know, her, she's alert. She's very much aware. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had I've had a previous pet where, you know, she just kind of wandered around and knocked into the floor or the you know the walls and and that's not Lucy. You know, Lucy's she wants to be there with you. She wants to follow you around. Um, you know, but that's my concern is is she is she happy? You know, is she living a life where she's happy? Are you living a life where you're happy right now, Lucy? She says, yes. She says, happiness to me is just being with family, being with you. I don't have to do things. I don't have to chase a ball. She says, I don't have to be in a yard being silly and sticking my hind up and end in the air and going down, you know, like a bow. She says in the front, I don't have to do that to be happy. I'm happy being she is in a state of beingness, which is just being with a family, hanging out. That, to her, is satisfying enough. It's not about the doing. She mm-hmm. says doing things makes puppies happy. Just being with family makes me, an old girl, happy. She's also, Stephanie, wanting, she's mentioned this twice, so she doesn't want me to forget this. She wants me to let you know she loves it when you, I believe it's you versus Eric, takes your thumb or finger and you run it around the uh, between the eyes and you, you head up towards the top of the skull. I don't know if you're tracing the um, pattern that she's with, the beautiful pattern she's got of the gray around one of her eyes, up her eyebrow area, but she's showing me that sort of stroking and she just tells me I really appreciate that and thank you. Does she have any other um, like favorite things or um, you know, uh, knowing that she's not very mobile, but things that we can do that she really loves. Okay. Um, well, feeding me turkey is what she sells me, hand-feeding me turkey. She shows me an image of being hand-fed 
uh, well, what to her would be considered a super delicious treat, I see like a piece of like cooked turkey. You know, just giving her, a, and this is human food, yes, this is not um, dog food. Okay, so you would like a piece of cooked turkey? She says yes, just a piece. And she tells me she takes it very gently, even though she's got a big mouth. Okay, anything else that are your favorite things? Mm, she's got a corner. There may be a bed here. It feels soft. A corner or close to a corner, a place that she lays or lies, shows me herself laying down. She calls it her space, hers. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if this is her bed or her location where she always hangs out. Um, it feels like it's out of the way. People aren't going to trip over her. And yet it's still very much part of a, a room, a main room. I'd want to call it a living room or at least a room that to me people frequent an awful lot like a living room in the average home. As far as other favorite things they can keep doing for you. She says, just letting me be there, she says, near the table when you're all eating. She says, I'm a good girl. She just tells me she's very polite near the table because you've taught her to be polite. She shows me herself just hanging out, laying down in this image that she gives me now. What about this image? She says, I'm very polite. I just like being with the family. I don't have to do things anymore. That's what she keeps emphasizing. Stephanie, she thinks that you have the the idea in your head that in order for her to be happy, she's got to be doing some of her old things, old gestures. Um, she just says it's not necessary. She, now she's showing me a different image of this time. I believe this is Eric. And sitting down in uh, on a comfy, I think it's a couch, and she shows me an image of, like, taking her head and, like, putting it up against a human chest, that person who's sitting down chest, and just, like, um, gently pressing her body forward. What is this image about? I just love people attention when I ask for it. When I've had enough, I walk away. I don't need an awful lot anymore. She thinks Enzo's more the touchy-feely kind of dog these days, more, way more so than her. But she says, I love little gestures like that. Me, again, head-pressing, chest-pressing her body into that of another human being. So she still is having pleasure throughout the day. It's not as frequent as when she was in her prime. She just says to you, Stephanie, I'm not ready to go yet. She thinks you were hoping she would convince you today that she was ready. And um, she's really impressing upon me to tell you, I am trying to get Stephanie to see I'm not ready. Not yet. Soon, though. Soon. When I ask any idea of time frame, not yet. She says, depends what my body wants to do, but I'm going to I'm gonna run this body into the ground. I'm going to use this body, she says, as long as I can take advantage of it because I love my family. She knows when she transitions out of her body into the spiritual, she'll still have full access to all of you. She'll still be sitting on the couch. There's one end of the couch she calls hers, her spot. Um, so she'll still be doing all that when she's in spirit, but... At this time, she's really enjoying being in the physical, milking her body for all it's worth, and that's in part why she's just not ready, not today, not tomorrow. She doesn't know when exactly. She's asking for you to have patience and not to um, jump the gun and take her too soon. Okay. Yeah. She's quiet. I hear you, Chi-Chi. What's that? I just said, I hear you, Chi Chi. Okay. Okay. Um, we've got a few more minutes. Other questions for her? She's quiet. Do you have anything you want to ask, Eric? 
Well, I guess the only other thing I would ask is, um, you know, she's on a number of, of medications for, you know, um, pain relief and, um, you know, nerve swelling and things like that. And I guess, does she feel like that helps? Does she feel like, you know, if, if you know, if, if we forget to give her the dose right at dinner, does she feel worse? Um, and, and is that helping her? Okay, sure. So if we look at all these meds as a group, Lucy, I mean, we could go through them one by one as well. How do you feel about being on these? She does say they do help. They do help. They decrease pain and tension in her lower back. Um, the small, you know where the small of the back is on a human, okay? The small of the back in her region, um, there's a muscle there that is very tight, and she says it helps. It helps that muscle not feel so taut that it hurts. If she was to go without her meds, let's imagine cold turkey, no meds, she says she would be a cripple right now and she would hardly be able to lift or walk. So it is very important that she gets them. As far as if you miss the dose at the dinner time hour and you get it, you know, they forget it until later on, how do you handle that? For her, honestly, it feels like you, you could skip the dose of that particular medicine by a few hours and I don't see it really affecting her as long as she eventually got it before the night was over. Okay. Again, she Yeah, we've, we've played around a lot with, you know, which dose to give and when, a.m., p.m., whatever, and, and I think we've seen varying degrees of it, but she's been on that regimen for so long, I always worry, you know, is it still providing relief or, have, you know, has she built up a tolerance where if we change something, could it help? I hear you. She tells me if she wasn't on the meds, she'd be afraid she'd be at an 8 or a 9 pain-wise in her bones and joints in her body. So the fact that she's at a 5, especially in that region of the small of the back, along that vertebrae and along the muscle group there, um, that that is 5 to an 8. That is a significant difference, even though 5 is still high. Um, she just says, uh, keep coming, and she shows me herself taking pills. She tells me she's very good, actually, a good um, patient about taking them. She thinks she's pretty easy. Some dogs will give you a hard time and fight you, and it's like she knows these help her. She doesn't give you too much of a problem. <laughs> Eric's worn her down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Lucy, anything else you want to say to your people as we wrap up? She just shows me herself being a sweetheart and being like a teddy bear and putting her head up against your chest this time, Stephanie. What does this image mean? She says, I love my Stephanie. And she shows me sitting beside you, Eric, and putting her head, her chin, like resting on your lap. And she's including you in her circle of love as well. Um, your daughter is off to the side. Uh, she's just much more adult-oriented, it feels like, than child or children-oriented. But part of it, too, is she just sees herself as an old lady. So she's not excluding your daughter. It's just that Lucy's in a stage of her life right now where it's kind of like she's got to conserve her energy, conserve her strength. And I don't see her being as close to your daughter as she is to the two of you as adults. Yeah, she is not at all. Yeah, it's very true. Um, is there anything, Lucy, you need to say to Enzo that you want your people to hear? Because at some point you will be transitioning, and is there anything they need a head, heads up on regarding Enzo being the only dog in the house at that point? She says, oh, no, he'll do fine. She says he adapts. 
she's a character as well. She she really finds him quite entertaining. Um, so no, she thinks he's actually going to do just fine. She says, and I've prepared him. He knows I'm going to be leaving someday. And she shows me an image of like passing the wand to him, so he will then get to do a lot of the jobs that she does. But he can't do the calm down job because only I know how to do that. She thinks he has a trouble sometimes calming down, although he's gotten better with age. <laughs> All right. Very good. Lucy's content with everything she shared. She has nothing more. Okay. All right, guys. So I thank her. And I thank Enzo, who I can sense, having listened in. Animals often listen in to each other's communication sessions. Thank you, Enzo, for listening. And I, I acknowledge you as well. And I will send you a link, Stephanie, to a recording in 24 hours or less. I'll send it to your email, so just check it there. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you the... so much. Yeah. Did this session answer the questions you were hoping to know? Do you feel like you've got a little bit more clarity from before the session? It does. It okay. does. Okay. She's a really sweet girl. She's in discomfort, but she's wanting to stay. If you've ever met an old person who's like, you know what, I'm uncomfortable and I want to go, versus I'm uncomfortable and I want to stay, she's mm-hmm. the second. Okay? Okay. All right. We are all set. You guys have a good night. Okay. You too, Danielle. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.